This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. You're listening to For This I Bow My Knees with Tracy Frederick. It stormed here pretty hard last night. The power blinked on and off last evening, and that doesn't usually happen here in our home. I could hear the rain, or maybe it was hail on the roof. As I laid awake last night thinking about the hailstorm that had just rolled through a few weeks ago and, and our poor shingles. I don't know, maybe that's why this passage was even more on my mind. And I didn't sleep well. I haven't been sleeping well lately. But it wasn't because of the storm last night or, or any other physical storm. So this morning when I got up and I took my hot cup of coffee out onto the porch just after sunrise and I was looking around the yard and and down the driveway to assess the damages that I was sure that I would find out there. And as I stood there looking around, I began to think about storms and, and their destruction. And there was one in particular that had been on my mind for some time, a terrible storm that had caused the apostles to panic. You know that one? The one where they were rowing furiously scared And Jesus came to them, intending to pass them by. Do you remember that storm? You can read each perspective of the account in Matthew chapter 14, Mark chapter 6, and John chapter 6. We all know it, and it's pretty impressive. But before I go any further, I just need to make something clear. This passage, the storm, this account... It's not about how if we call on Jesus, he will still the storms in our life or or stop the storms in our life. That's not what this is, because that's just not true, you know. God has never done that. Read the life of Eve, Mrs. Noah, Samuel, Job, David, Paul. I mean, even Jesus' own situation. That's not what this is about. It's not about stopping the storm. And if that's all that we see, we're going to miss it. Because the situation is about so much more. If we can just see past the storm. And we need to remember that Jesus and the apostles, see, they had been bombarded with people at this time. Jesus and his apostles were so popular that they didn't even have time to eat. Mark chapter 6 verse 31 says that. So Jesus told them they needed to rest, to go to the boat, in a a boat to a secluded place by themselves, But when people saw them and saw Jesus, they were recognized and the crowd followed them. And Jesus had compassion. Verse 33 and 34. And he began to teach them, as he always did. And eventually he fed all of them. Over 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. All of that happened before that storm. Verse 45 says, straight away... Or immediately after that, Jesus made his disciples get in a boat and go ahead of him into the sea and to the other side. And he left for the mountain to pray. And that's when the storm hit. So my question was, why the storm? Things have been going really well. Why did he send them into the storm? He knew there was going to be a storm. Matthew chapter 14 verse 24 says it, When the boat that the apostles were in was in the middle of the sea, about three to four miles out, the waves and the winds battered against it. And Mark chapter 6 verse 48 tells us, Jesus saw them while he was alone on the land. He saw them. He knew. 
He saw them straining at the oars, harassed in the rowing, and he came walking to them in the storm. And verse 48 continues to say, and he would have passed them by, or with the intention to pass them by, until they cried out, thinking he was a ghost. They didn't even know who he was. Verse 51 and 52 of Mark chapter 6 says, And he went up to them into the ship, and the wind ceased, and they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. But they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. I don't think anyone thinks of these men closest to Jesus as having hard hearts. I mean, we think of a a hard heart and we think of Pharaoh, right? But they did. They walked with Jesus. They saw the miracles of the loaves just prior to the situation. They listened to his teaching. They lived with him. And they still didn't get it. They saw the storm. They saw the here and the now. Their hearts were hardened. And they didn't see him. Oh, they saw him calm other storms, that's for sure. Mark chapter 4 says that they saw him calm the storm. They saw him heal people. They'd just seen him feed over 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. But they didn't see him. But he saw them. He saw them from the land in the storm. And he didn't stop it. He didn't stop the storm. Because he saw more than the storm. He saw something even more dangerous than those winds and the waves. He saw their hearts, but they didn't recognize him. Verse 49. Isn't that interesting? Until he spoke to them, they were terrified. And he knew that too. And so I believe that even though it was scary for them, even though he had sent them out on that sea in a boat with a couple of oars, Jesus allowed the storm because they didn't get it, because their hearts were hard. And I wonder maybe that's why he allows sometimes some storms for us. You know, maybe we read and we study and we worship just like they did. Maybe we think we're walking with Jesus. And yet, when the storm rages, we just don't see past it. We don't see him. And we're unable to see or hear anything but the wind and the sea and see only the waves. And maybe we forget that it it isn't about the storm. It's really about us and our hearts. If we let the words of Jesus die in the wind and let him walk on by while we're staring at the sea and forgetting what needs to be done. Yeah, we had some storms last night and I walked out into the porch with my coffee, recalling the horrendous sounds of the previous night. The rain, and and I assume the large hail because of the noise. The rain hitting the windows so hard. And I assumed that I would see all kinds of limbs down and my flowers plummeled. And you know what? (laughs) I saw nothing. Not even much of a puddle. How about that? But I was awake because of other storms that I think we too often focus on rather than our hearts. So maybe a storm can be a good thing. Help us refocus 
Maybe that's why Jesus watched from the land and knew their situation, and he still waited to go out there. Because you remember, you know what happened next, right? After Jesus got into the boat, the wind stopped, just as it always did, and they worshipped him. And they said, You are certainly the Son of God. Matthew chapter 14, verse 33. And when I read that, I realize that maybe sometimes we're focused too much on the storm, on the wrong thing, because God is focused on our hearts. And it is for this that I bow my knees today. We thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWaveMedia.org. You can also find us on several uh, social media platforms now. We hope you enjoy this program. We hope you will share with others. And as always, we thank you for listening.